go ahead and wrap today's business casual with our secure the bag segment. Taylor Bagley is back, ready to let us know who or who isn't securing the bag today. Uh, I'm really looking forward to your thoughts on this topic because it's kind of a historical moment uh, if we want to get melodramatic with it. So, Mr. Taylor Bagley, take it away and we'll give our thoughts when you're done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and at the risk of sounding hyperbolic, like I probably tend to do each week because I, <laughs> I uh, love to cover some of the most sensational stories, you know, and big shifts in business. But yeah, you, you're absolutely right. This is a, a monumental shift. And uh, um, really what the, this episode is going to be around is uh, GE announcing earlier this week that it is now selling off its lighting division. So GE General Electric, of course, uh, you know, previously known before 1892 as the Edison General Electric Company, ever heard of it, uh, has been <laughs> celebrated as the pioneer and inventor of the carbon filament light bulb for over 140 years. I mean, it's, um, you know, GE, Thomas Edison, the light bulb have, have all been, you know, synonymous with American innovation um, and technological breakthroughs during the Industrial Revolution and really what kind of set, you know, America on its path of, you know, creation and invention and um, uh, pushing us forward into being sort of the uh, uh, powerhouse of the early, you know, um, the early previous century. So, um, yeah, huge, huge kind of shift there. Um, Paul Israel, who is the director and general editor of the Thomas A. Edison papers at Rutgers University, uh, stated in the New York Times uh, earlier this week that, you know, from a standpoint of people who associate the light bulb as the symbol of modern American invention and innovation, uh, there's a kind of sadness to the fact that GE, which for so many years was at the forefront of the industry, uh, has moved away from it. And I, I think that that's, you know, a sentiment that really everybody who's, who's you know, kind of hearing about the story or reporting on it has uh, echoed here. Um, I think it's important to note that, you know, Thomas Edison himself, you know, was really only a part of the Edison General Electric Company and then, you know, eventually GE um, until 1893. So there was really only a few years that he was actually involved with that. So in many ways, this shift had happened, you know, over 140 years ago. Uh, but I think for all intents and purposes, we've you know, always associated the, you know, the light bulb and Edison and General Electric together. And uh, um, this is a huge shift. So, um, you know, uh, uh, it's also important to note that for nearly 130 years, GE was, you know, at the forefront of every major lighting innovation uh, from the dawn of the incandescent bulb to the very first energy saving fluorescent bulb and as well as the first LED light. Um so, yeah, it's a kind of a, a big deal here. Analysts have said, though, that from the perspective of the company, um, that GE was not surprised uh, to have to, you know, offload this lighting division. It's It's been seeking to um, offload this for several years as it's focused on more profitable areas such as renewable energy and uh, healthcare technology. Um, so from a company standpoint, I think that this was, you know, kind of coming down the pipeline, but is a... Uh, um, in the context of the American discourse, you know, a big uh, uh, kind of blow to our, our understanding of, you know, who's uh, who's really responsible for that creation and, and some of those innovations. Um, 
And uh, to, to kind of get into the brass tacks of it, GE sold its lighting business to a home automation company who is based in Massachusetts called Savant Systems Incorporated. Um, the terms of the deal have not been fully disclosed as of now, uh, but uh, it's said that the lighting division's headquarters will remain in Cleveland, Ohio, and its more than 700 employees will transfer to Savant uh, upon completion of the sale. Um, and this deal also includes a licensing agreement to allow Savant to use uh, the GE brand. Um, so this was all reported by the New York Times and uh, I, I think, you know, signals ideally a smooth transition from anybody who's, uh, you know, on the ground level there at GE, uh, being able to smoothly transition over into, um, you know, a company that will allow themselves to use the same brand and, and maybe just, you know, expand some of those resources. Uh, so hopefully we won't see a, a big uh, shift there in employment for uh, any of those folks involved. Um, but yeah, for I think for the most part, the big part of the story is that, you know, this isn't just the closing chapter to a business division, but, you know, a piece of American cultural identity in some ways. So um, I, I'm going to say right now that, you know, uh, we'll kind of look at this with two companies, but GE is potentially kind of passed along their bag to Savant Systems. And I think making them uh, Savant, uh, rather the official secure the bag winner of this episode. And uh, yeah, it's huge news for the industry and the landscape as a whole. It's definitely a major departure. Uh, that's for sure. Mr. Tyler, any uh, quick thoughts on this one? I guess my, my thought is always, you know, when you when you try, there, there, there are situations where you try to do too many things, where you try to be too broad and you're not able to, to give enough attention to something that you, sh- that requires a specialty almost which kind of feels like this situation right like you don't go to Chili's because they do any one thing well it's because they do everything okay you know or maybe maybe that's not other people's opinion <laughs> right. but you know what I mean and so sometimes you know you, you won't go there and order something that requires like a specialty I, I think or, right. or expect something to be absolute top notch so when I think about right. this type of situation and I think about all the things that GE does I think that they probably required more attention and more money to uh, continue to dominate that particular aspect of an industry mm-hmm. um, and they weren't willing to continue doing that given the other things that they do so that's that's my general thought on it it not it, it's hard to say whether or not it's good or bad for them it's just mm-hmm. uh probably simply a smart decision given the fact that they are such a diverse company yeah i think it's also really important to point out and i, I think many of our listeners here who uh you know will be familiar with this will uh know that that GE has been in a a tough spot in terms of their stock price and in terms of some of their profitability um, as of late, you know, and this, I think, extends beyond just, uh, you know, COVID and and the uh, kind of current um, consumer climate as of right now. But you know, GE's been struggling. Their stock prices, you know, uh, uh, were reported down, I think, you know, roughly 3.2% when the uh, uh, S&P was up, you know, I think 1.1. Granted, those, that's based off of just memory from some of the articles I was reading when putting this together. But I think that that's a, a really good indication of the fact that, you know, the company needed to um, get a little leaner, you know, look at some of the things that, that maybe they weren't profiting or, like you said, they weren't specializing in as well. And it, it's, it's just weird to say that, you know, General Electric isn't specializing 
think the light bulb in which they helped create. So um, I think that's that's kind of the the heart of the story. But you're absolutely right. You know, um, consumer and home appliances have not been a uh, a huge breadwinner, so to speak, for um, the company in a long time. And, you know, I think that we've seen other players, uh, you know, rise in those spaces and need to take a lot of that. So um, I, ideally, this will allow them to shift their focus a little bit. Uh, and also, it's important to note that, you know, GE is a huge player in the aeronautics uh, and, you know, airline industry, which is a huge, huge part of their company, um, which is obviously in a, a tough spot right now with people not flying, with with kind of production down on those. So I know that they're looking for ways to shift and to pivot, um, moving forward um but like i said i think that this story goes far beyond just stock prices and, and shareholders but it's uh you know kind of a, a core piece of you know the american history here so uh um that that's my final thoughts on it daniel if you have anything else to add you know uh, i'd love to hear it but uh yeah ge savant systems you know securing and you know re uh, positioning a, a very you know long-lasting and well-celebrated bag I like that. Long lasting and well celebrated. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think my only other note on this is, um, you know, Savant is excited for this because they see that a GE deal could make them the number one company in smart home technology. Uh, they make lighting, security, climate and entertainment products, including smart speakers. Um, and here's a quote. Uh, from Robert Madonna, Savant's founder and CEO, he told CNN Business, It's a perfect match. This will be a powerhouse. There's a vacuum right now. The space is dying for a leader. So, uh, you know, if you if you look at Savant, which was the first to roll out Apple-based smart home systems, um, you know, they've... Uh, transitioned from luxury products and luxury home installations to after a series of acquisitions and deals like this one with GE trying to break into a mass market appeal for their products um, so you know I see why GE would want to break off the division if this is not an area where they want to make a staple for themselves uh, GE's giant giant I mean I'm talking like a you know when we talk about like a, a pillar of the economy GE is another one of those uh, mm -hmm. they make most of their revenue now from industrial divisions like aviation healthcare power mm -hmm. renewable energy like you were saying Taylor and those markets uh, you know the, the deals and the um, the business that is acquired and the relationships that are built are at such a scale that mass market consumer level smart home products must seem like uh, actually a nuisance at this point for them. So, right. you know, I, I think it just goes to show that GE, you know, wants to still have their GE product out there. It's not like that goes away. The GE branded light bulb still exists, but they don't want to have much to do with the managing of it. And they don't even need the revenue stream for it because right. the revenue stream they're getting from their industrial uh, business relationships and partnerships is way more substantial. And, uh, you know, I, I think it is probably worth a deeper investigation into, you know, where does GE make most of its money? And what does that mean for GE's place in the economy? How much power does it have? And what does it say when GE, which was, you know, uh, made famous from its lighting products, can decide, eh, 
we don't want this anymore. We're making our money elsewhere. You know, uh, what kind of power is being uh, wielded there from GE? So it's uh, it's something that I would definitely like to dive into a little more. But uh, I definitely would say Savant is probably the one of the two here that is securing the biggest bag. I agree. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries.